0: Well you only live once, maybe not And this life right now might be all we've got So let's contemplate the hereafter While we speculate with some laughter About this grim thing that happens to us all After that final curtain call But before you take that final breath Let's laugh about, let's laugh about
1: Welcome to Let's Laugh About Death, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. I'm your host, Tim Rooney, and my guest today is someone from way back in my past. Now I'm not going to say how old she is or how old I am, but if you look at any pictures of me, you can kind of get an idea of how long ago 7th grade was. And what's interesting about that is I haven't talked to this woman since 7th grade, and we connected like... You know, we were back in seventh grade. It was just in the sense that, uh, you know, we were able to just talk like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's kind of cool when you can reconnect with someone like that. And uh, I was sitting there thinking about old memories and how it's kind of interesting how when you can get lost in those memories and for a little bit of time there, you can almost trick your brain into, you know, thinking like you time traveled. You know, and I sit there and I wonder if sometimes maybe good memories aren't like appetizers for you to build new good memories. I mean, if you think about that, everybody has shit going on in their lives. Everybody has stuff that just sucks. You know, that's just life. That's what life is. But then you can think back on a really good thing and a really good memory. And, you know, hopefully you're somebody who's fortunate to have a lot of them. Um, I got a decent amount. You know, it's a. I have had some uh, pretty shitty volumes of memories in my life, but I've also had a lot of fantastic ones, and I like to visit those every once in a while, just to kind of get a, you know, like I said, like a little appetizer tied me over until I make another new good memory, so it's one of those things that we all have, hopefully, but uh, yeah, I I like to sit there and go back down memory lane, and it was fun with this episode, so I'm going to keep this intro brief, and this is my conversation with Nancy Anderson, again, she's someone I went to grade school with, and it was just neat to... Meet her as an adult. I knew her as a kid, I got to meet her as an adult, so enjoy the conversation.
0: Hello. Is this Nancy? Hey Tim, how are
1: you? <laughs> Not too bad. It's been uh so
0: wild. <laughs> yeah, really, really.
1: It's been uh let's think here. Well, I don't want to date us. When was the last time we
0: were actually in the same – when when's the last time we were actually in the same room together? Was it seventh – it had to be seventh grade. It
1: would have been seventh grade, yeah, because I, uh, I left seventh grade. It was a weird thing where uh, basically, long story short, my mom pulled me out of seventh grade with like six, seven weeks left of the year. And then we okay rode into Winnebago – and then ended up i ended up staying in Santa Cruz with a cousin of mine for like the last literally the last maybe maybe 8 weeks of the year and it was like what the hell you know so
0: to this day santa i have cruz, no california? idea california
1: yeah yeah sorry yeah santa cruz california that was cool you know we lived up in the redwoods yeah. but it was uh uh she and her husband had done pretty well for themselves and uh they had a house that was up and surrounded by all these you know yeah, basically, lack of a better word, semi mansions. At least you know, really nice homes. And my uh, yeah. other cousin, I guess it would be a first cousin once removed, her son. We uh, we would go and explore all these houses that were basically abandoned because they had uh, like landslides and that. So imagine being, oh, wow. yeah, it was it was pretty wild. It was like imagine being a twelve year old kid walking around redwood forests, going into all these abandoned homes and walking around. You know, very dangerous. Oh, but it was like. You know, it was like a, a, a stand-by-me kind
0: of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that your 7th grade experience was probably better than mine. Because yeah. I also left in 7th grade, but for completely different reasons. But, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, so – It would have to be St. James.
1: Exactly. Well, that's that's. – I've talked to other people who have left uh, left the school. Like, uh, I don't want to say her name, but she left after 5th grade sure. because of our teacher. Um he was, uh, oh. I bet you know who I'm talking oh, yeah.
0: about. Oh, uh, yeah. Mr. P. <laughs> Did you have to write quiet 800 times? On yeah, the board? Oh, my
1: God. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I wrote quiet. It was disgusting. I spent more time doing writing quiet than my own freaking homework, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, apparently. Oh, I, uh, yeah. he was a monster. man. Oh, God. Yeah. And he was there up until only uh, maybe 10 years ago. I, I looked one day and I was like, holy shit, that monster's still there. But, uh,
0: that's, Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. So, Well, did you know that the whole school got knocked down?
1: The the grade school did?
0: The grade school is gone. So, wow. what they did was cuz unfortunately I still live here. So, <laughs> the um the church, they expanded, they built onto the church itself and they completely bulldozed that whole grade school. And I my understanding is they added on to junior high that was across the street and now i guess they built on the back of it so all of that is now i'm guessing one through eight
1: gotcha okay so and they
0: they bulldozed the school and made it parking
1: okay so is that church As that popular be. that uh that they need that much parking
0: i i guess i mean i don't <laughs> know if they still use the the parish center for sure ch- i i don't know but who knows it I, it it wasn't a sad moment watching it get demolished. Oh, I'm sure.
1: That. I'm sure. That's uh <laughs> that was yeah. So, well, let me ask you this. When when in 7th grade did you leave after the school ended? School year ended or did you leave like beforehand?
0: Uh, kind of in the middle. I don't remember what month it was, but I had a very negative experience and I will also not recreate it with names, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was awful and I just kind of got fed up and I went home and I said I I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I, I have to say that public school wasn't that much better because eh, I don't know anybody that really enjoys 7th um, um, grade. but
1: 7th grade is – yeah. yeah, that's, that's – kids
0: – All middle school.
1: Middle school is like the hardest time. My son right now, he's going into 8th grade. We've moved him to a new school. Aww. And uh, the school he was at, you know, because we had just moved here. Uh, to Colorado and, and, uh, he was making friends at his old school and, and then we were like, well, you know what, we're going to try something different. And he was game. It wasn't like we just pulled him up and uprooted him and all that. He was game to go. And I'm not going to be all like, it's his damn fault. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It's, uh, it's just a case (laughs) of.
0: Not yet anyway. Yeah, really,
1: really. That'll be, you know, later on with the therapy bills and all that, I'll use that excuse. But, um. No, the, uh, 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 you know, he, he, the school that we put him in, just it didn't work out, and it was a little bit more athletically based where this one that we're putting him in is a little more academically based, so I'm hoping that will help because he's okay. a geek. I'm a geek. You know, Apple didn't fall Aww. too far. Well, so. And it's
0: Colorado, so I mean, kudos to you for getting out of the Midwest and going someplace where it's beautiful and healthier and just all around amazing. So it, I, it I can't wait to join you out there.
1: Yeah, well, you said, did you live out here for a little while at one time?
0: No, I visited there. I've been out there three or four times, um, once in the winter and a few times in the summer, and I, I just, I, 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 I never wanted to leave.
1: Yeah, it's, I visited, we moved out here, in fact, uh, a couple days from now will be, um, will be a year to the day, um, but wow. I visited like in, in uh, February of last year uh, just mm-hmm. to see if it was something I wanted to do, and I came out and I'm like, yep, this is, this looks good this is going to work. So
0: my cousin and her husband moved out there and they never looked back. And I met people out there when I was there, all different trips who said they would, they literally packed their cars with no job and drove out there and loved it. And, And they would just take whatever job they could because it didn't matter to them what they were doing as much as it was just being in an environment that made them happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I do every morning that, that is awesome is when I, when I, uh, I've, I live off of a road that goes east-west, and when I'm driving, okay. I come over a little bit of a hill, and all of a sudden, I see the mountains. Every morning, I see the mountains, yeah. and it's awesome. And there have, been, yeah. there have been times where I'll look, and I didn't understand what purple mountains majesty was or whatever, and there was one morning where the mountain oh. I swear the mountains were purple. You know, the sun was hitting right That's through the amazing. clouds. Oh, it was unreal. It looked like a. And
0: they're everywhere.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It's like staring at a Bob Ross, mo- you know, painting every freaking morning. You know.
0: And do people that were, do people that are raised there do they really understand how the rest of us are in awe of that, or is it just like, <laughs> oh, I live here; it's just part of my my part of my landscape, and I don't know. Uh, there are
1: people but. that I've talked to who do they do appreciate it, but honestly, I know a lot more transplants. Than people who are yeah. natives here and and that is one thing that a lot of the you know the natives have is you 'll see native colorado native et cetera et cetera there's a lot of people who are almost i don 't want to say upset that people are moving here, but there are some who are well actually there are some who are just straight up upset, but there are some that are like uh you know, well, You know, you're only moving here because the weed's legal. It's like no, <laughs> you know, no. that's not it. Yeah,
0: that's a plus. But... That's a, yeah, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Michigan uh, uh, just made it legal, so it's like if I if that was the case, I'll just go back there. That's not the case. Right, well, exactly. And and I want to tell people, it's like you know, it's it's a case of you've got jobs, you've got opportunity, it's growing. You should be happy. I would totally trade places if Michigan all of a sudden for some reason everybody wanted to start moving to Detroit and build Detroit back up. At one time Detroit was the fourth yes. largest city in the country. There was New York, wow. LA, Chicago, Detroit. And now Detroit is I did not is, know that. Yeah, this was this was back in the height of like the, you know, the auto industry and that. But uh okay. it was the fourth largest city and now it is like like I don't even think it's in the top 30 or something. You know, there's only like maybe 5 600,000 people there and and people are just escaping. It's like a, it's like a sinking ship, you know, people are just leaving out of Michigan out. Shit, I I would trade places with people from Colorado in a heartbeat. You know? Have my property value yeah. go up? Hell yeah, you know?
0: Yeah. So well, people are fleeing Illinois like I mean uh, we, oh, we yeah. keep losing our our numbers are going down. I mean, I don't have to tell you, you it's all over the the news and yeah. I, I was in Hawaii several years ago with my son and my brother and you know you meet people from all over the, the country and I would I would I talk to some people oh we love Chicago it's so great and I'm like well if you take out the crime and the roads <laughs> and the traffic and the weather and the taxes <laughs> sure
1: yeah it's great it's got some great museums <laughs> right Chicago you can was- only
0: go to, to the city so many times before it's just like I mean, it's a great city. I love oh, it, going to no, the city. I love
1: definitely. But yeah,
0: but I don't want to die here. I, I don't want to
1: die here. <laughs> well, definitely no, come no, out no. to Colorado. They'll love you here. You know, because they love <laughs> Colorado has open arms for everybody moving here. <laughs> no, but seriously, oh, that's that's most good. people, most people that I talk to are uh, they—they're not that way. I only see the whole, you know uh go back to your own place kind of attitude once in a while most yeah. of the time people are like hell yeah yeah you know you're 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 helping boost our property value they get it you right. know and
0: they're happy cuz they live there cuz they live here
1: and most people are pretty cool the drivers sometimes are still assholes but you get that anywhere you know oh
0: i mean look where i live <laughs> i almost got killed today driving out of the grocery store parking lot so oh, it happens every day it happens yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and, and it again it's everywhere I th- and i think a lot of that is just cuz people get so caught up in their their own bullshit, you know, that they, 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 a lot of times do stuff unintentionally, you know, the person who doesn't hold the door for you, you know, or, or doesn't say thank you for all we know, they've, Mm -hmm. they've got 25 different things on their mind. Now it still irritates me, but I've learned to just kind of go, you know what, people are people, let them just do their shit. They're, I've said this before, they're the star of their own movie, you know? So they yeah. aren't even I'm trying to do that.
0: I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. I was just complaining to my boyfriend yesterday about how I got almost got killed every day on the road. And I said, I have to go out there and go, okay, it's not about me. Like, I have to think more positively, not worry about it. So yeah, like, not honk,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no more honking, no
1: more. Hon- I still have a tendency to give the bird, but I, I got to stop yeah. that. You know, <laughs> I had one guy, I, I he almost killed my wife and I when we were driving. You know, it didn't almost kill us, but, like, did some crazy... Almost like was yeah. that necessary kind of maneuver that was unreal, and I gave him the finger, and he pu- he turned down a road and he backed up and he started following us, oh. and then oh no pulled up next to me at the light and got out of his car and he was all like, "What are you gonna do about it?" You know, and he put his hand on his hip and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, we're just gonna go."
0: Oh boy, you know, it's yeah. just like
1: yeah, because people are nuts, so it's like it's not even worth getting into, you know, and any kind of altercation. Not that it would be worth it at any time, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's no,
0: but you, but you don't know who you're
1: flicking off. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you were such a hurry, but now you can start shit with me. And he still followed us for like another four miles, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, people are nutty, you know? And this this That's you is... pull
0: into the police station. Yeah, run away. Tot- <laughs> totally. Totally.
1: <laughs> but, uh...
0: Know where you are and know where the nearest police stations are. You'll be fine.
1: Yes, exactly. And then just be like, hey, by the way... um, Yeah, so... So, um you know what I haven't talked to you in thirty years or more uh what do you something like that something like that uh what do you uh what are you up to what are you doing uh
0: like for work yeah
1: yeah like give me a background I, well i'll tell you i i got a degree in Art, which is, you know, basically a step above maybe a box of Kleenex um, in terms of value. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I got a degree in art. I have with a degree
0: th- in psychology, so it's the same thing.
1: <laughs> hey, but at least with psychology, you could possibly go do some like therapy uh, work and stuff, couldn't
0: you? Well, not with a bachelor's.
1: Oh, that's what I'm running into is, is, you know, I was like, hey, I'll go teach art. Every place that I look to teach art, I need a master's degree. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not getting a master's degree in art. You yeah. know.
0: don't you just need to go to school to become a teacher and then you can teach art. That was kind of my understanding.
1: Well, when it comes to, I'm talking more on like the university level.
0: Oh, okay. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Go
1: Cause sure. I, I substitute taught for a little while and holy shit, never again, you know, for, for kids. Wow. Yeah. I, I couldn't <sighs> be a teacher. Uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. So in that Other regard, kids. Yeah, nope. yeah. Hats <laughs> off to teachers. You know, you really gotta, yeah. you really gotta be wanting to do that. You know, so I have the utmost respect for teachers, especially ones that do seem do to too. give a shit. So, but yeah. uh So anyway, yeah. I, sorry, I, I kind of went off on my story there. So what what have you no. uh, What have you been doing? What are you doing?
0: Um, so the last six plus years, I've worked at a nonprofit um, nice. in Riverwoods, which is this tiny little suburb um, in Lake County, and we provide social enrichment programs for people with developmental disabilities.
1: Excellent. So
0: it's kind of like a, we're not, we're really unique because we're not a school. We're not a residential facility and we're not like a medical facility. We don't provide any kind of medical care. So basically we're just trying to help people in the community. Um, be, be part of it. Mm -hmm. So we have day programs. We have, we're, we're open pretty much seven days a week year round with the exception of some program breaks and holidays and people, we have teens range, the age range is teens all the way up to elderly. They come out, they enjoy programs, they meet other people, they do volunteering in the community. It just, I mean, I could, I could spend a lot of time going into the programs, but it's, it's a really neat, um organization so i'm kind of the in in the background so i do hr i do facilities management um, administration management uh things like
1: that excellent if you would you would say the name of the place because i'd love to let people know about things like this because i'm all about uh there's a there's a coffee shop in the area here called i'm going to say it dirt i'm going to plug that one for people it is it was it's called dirt coffee and it's good coffee um love it but it's uh, uh the staff are people that are on the autism spectrum and uh
0: oh great okay, yeah it's cool. very
1: cool and 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 last night we ate at another place i 'm going to plug called uh pizza ability and it 's a pizza shop. They do like new york style pizzas, very good stuff, and they uh they employ people with uh, different forms of handicaps and uh you know ranging from autism to down syndrome to you know uh, mm-hmm. paraplegic mm-hmm. et cetera et cetera. And yeah. good stuff. And uh uh, you know, it was one of those things and in fact one of the women who was helping last night, she worked with people on uh the autism spectrum and her students she like teaches uh students to do different types of things like plumbing, like uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um skills, you know, as opposed to uh learning Algebra, they're, t- yeah. they're learning mechanics and, and uh, 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 you know, plumbing. And, like general and, and, life skills? Yeah, life skills and stuff, uh, but also to, like, get certification in that uh, for people who are okay. interested in that. And a couple of her students, coincidentally, built the uh, uh, dirt building, and I was just like, holy shit. She's like, yeah, yeah, some of my oh, architectural so students cool. do that. So, yeah, it's, it's neat to – I love things that get, you know, uh, people of different abilities – Getting involved and including them in the community because too many places that's one thing that that brought us out to this pizza ability place is there are people in that area there who were bad mouthing the people that work there, you know we don't want that going on here or this is where the Aww. you know whatever work, I don't want to say the word, I hate the word, but uh yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and it's like that that, that kind of shit just enrages me. So I was like, we're going there for yeah. dinner. Fuck it. You know? So oh, that's you, can, awesome. you can swear on this by the way. Um, but, uh- <laughs> yes,
0: we actually, um, we actually have an employment program. So we have, uh, two individuals right now that where we work, who their sole job is to get people with disabilities jobs in the community, because I think the unemployment rate is like 80% oh, I'm, for that
1: population. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um,
0: and we actually employ within our organization, we employ, Four people with with disabilities, and I actually supervise them. So excellent. It's it's been a really cool experience.
1: So, what is your organization called?
0: It is Center for Enriched Living. That's www org. If anybody is in the Chicago area interested in you know learning more about it, for maybe someone they know who might benefit from our programs or. We love donations, so there's a (laughs) donations tab on the the website.
1: I will definitely include Um, a link. Yes, that's it. thank you. Yeah, Um, no. Aside
0: from that, I have a 17-year-old, almost (laughs) 18-year-old, who is currently uh, away now visiting schools with his dad. We were out of town last week visiting schools, and so I get one more year with him before uh, he graduates.
1: Yeah, uh, that's, that's, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. I got a few more years before I worry about that one. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's something that uh, is definitely scary. You know, the bird leaving it's, the nest. Yeah.
0: I know. I'm not ready, but I have a year. So I have plenty of time to mentally prepare for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what you could always do is, um, you know, when it gets close to him leaving, just break a kneecap. And then he's got to rehabilitate <sighs> at the house for like six oh. months. You know, you can keep buying time.
0: <laughs> no, I, I have to take care of my parents. I would never do that to them. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's right, that's right. You did mention something about that. Uh what you had a term for yeah. it. Um was it sandwich?
0: the sandwich generation.
1: Yes. Tell me tell me more about that because I I've got a mom who's in a nursing home back in Michigan and I my oh, oldest okay. sister is taking care of her, so I don't know uh, well yeah. she she she's taking care of all the situation. My mom is married, her husband visits, et cetera, et cetera. I don't really know. Okay. All the details, but I have never had to personally be involved with the care of an elderly parent. So, what what is that like?
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I'm the youngest, like you. So, mm-hmm. um, but all my brothers got the heck out of Illinois many years ago, very intelligently. So, <laughs> so I've, I'm here, and so are my parents. They actually live across the street from me, which was an unplanned coincidence, <laughs> but. So I, I can look out of my window and see the sign to their senior living building, which is a blessing and a curse, kind of.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm a single mom. Um, and so my son, is so basically the sandwich generation is you're raising children and also you're responsible on some level for helping your aging parents. So I am their power of attorney for health. So oh, okay. if if... if there's a point where some a health decision needs to be made for them, then I would be called. If they can do it themselves, that's fine. I want them to be independent in that way if they can. Um, luckily, one of my brothers was generous enough to take over POA of finance, which has been a huge burden off my shoulders because I was doing that for a year as well when everything kind of changed in 2014. So but yeah, that's the it's a sandwich generation just kind of watching your parents age and uh, wondering when it's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't mean
1: to sound callous. No. Well, really I mean, hard. hell, it is a podcast about, you know, death. So death. <laughs> well, I know. That, that
0: was a good transition. Right? Yeah, it
1: was a great transition. So, okay, you know what? Since we're on that topic, <laughs> uh, okay. know, we'll jump right into it. What do you think happens when this, when this whole thing ends? Where do you think we go? What do you think happens to us?
0: Um, well, there's two, I have two kind of schools of thought because one I think as you can probably relate from going to Catholic school. It's kind of beat <laughs> into you. Like there's heaven and hell.
1: Yes. It. Yes.
0: And if you're good, you go here. And if you're bad, you go there. So there's that. Um, but I, I do think that there is something after because I, I don't think that this is all just random. I don't think we just wink out and our life was for nothing. And I, I just, there's too many people In the world who've had similar experiences, like one of your previous guests, you know, died and came back and he had all these experiences about, I think he described it as being very dark and very scary and not that I'd want to experience that. No, no. I think there's so much out there to kind of, I guess, prove, I'll put that in quotes, that there has to be something else after this.
1: Absolutely. So I do
0: believe in an afterlife.
1: I, I do too, and that's that's one of the things that really kind of spawned this whole concept of this podcast. Is there are so many different schools of thought on it, and I think there is, you know, a, such a variety of schools of thought simply because we don't know what's going to happen, you know. But yeah. I am one hundred percent on board with you thinking there has to be something else, you know. All these, and I
0: think, there's almost like this tug of war between what you want to believe it is and what you really think it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, I'll be, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, I don't,
0: I don't want
1: the the Catholic heaven of everybody's in white, and we're all playing harps, and we're up on the clouds, and we're talking to relatives, and blah, 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 that seems boring to me, you know?
0: Oh, I think, I think I'm way past that,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, you know, I, I've had conversations with people of different concepts that are, you know, just amazing, like, one that I talked to who, uh, you know, she had this concept of, when you die, maybe you get to relive parts of your life, you know? And it was like, we just, we described it as like a DVD collection where you could sit there and just, I'm going to relive this. And then I'm going to, instead of taking that, instead of taking the red pill, I'm going to take the blue pill and move on to that path, you know, and go, go in that different direction and, you know, and just kind of see where it comes out because I, I completely believe in multiple dimensions, multiple universes, all that kind of stuff. I think it all kind of ties into each other. And, you know, I think that, uh, all the different religions, all those different beliefs all have a piece of it, but no one has the they full They do. Story. There's a
0: lot of crossover. There's a, There's lot, a lot of crossover, crossover definitely. And, and, and how they believe about how to get to heaven. And I think – I like to look at it more as spirituality than religion because I think the word religion has just been massacred. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. In, in
0: so many ways. Um. But, yeah, I'd like to think that if somebody had a really rough life and they went down a bad path and didn't have exposure to any kind of spiritual life, why should they suffer for the rest of their life after they die?
1: I completely agree. I completely agree. And it's, it's not to mention there's, there's been like a concept that I have uh, recently been made aware of of that everything is neutral. You know, every action okay. is neutral. Now, I'm not saying you go out and you stab somebody that that's not, <laughs> un, that that's a neutral event. You know, I mean, there are certain things where it's like, yeah, okay, from your moral compass, a general moral compass, you just don't stab somebody. But when it comes to, you know, kind of like how art is in the eye of the beholder, good and bad can mm-hmm. sometimes cross a gray area there too. You know, if somebody is, is yeah. I heard this somebody bring this up the other day. If somebody is stealing, I don't like thieves. But if somebody is stealing so they can feed kids? Okay. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. like, okay, yeah. I can I can see it's that. It's the
0: age-old debate.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things. So to to sit there and think that somebody is automatically doomed to hell or automatically going to heaven, you know, I've the conversation, well, hell, the 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 concept of, you know, somebody who is a shitty person. You know, if all of a sudden Adolf mm-hmm. Hitler on his deathbed goes, "I repent." And he truly believes it. He gets to go to heaven. But that atheist who didn't find Christ as his Lord and Savior, who fed the poor and, you know, uh, fed the homeless and, and, and donated all of his money to charity. Yeah. well, he's going to hell. Sorry. I, that's, to me, that's preposterous.
0: I have, yeah, I have a really hard time with that. And I don't know how much of that is my upbringing. And I'm trying to sort of be more of an independent thinker. Yes. And how much of it is my life experiences look exactly what you just said. Well, yeah, why should this or why should a person in a in a African country with, you know, living in in fields and, and having no exposure, why should that person be any less worthy
1: than me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I have brought that argument up with people who believe the, what I was describing and they go, well, they get a pass because they didn't have the opportunity to accept Christ and all that. Oh, and it's okay. like, okay. That's their, okay. Yeah, that, that's a rebuttal on that. Okay. It's like, okay, well, then answer the other thing. Tell me the other thing. And it's like, well, they have to, they have to. And uh, you know, I I can't imagine, I can't imagine whatever kind of God or, or creator that you would think. Personally I think that, you know, God or whatever you want to call that individual or group of people or experimenters or scientists or programmers or whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah. I don't entity. Think,
1: entity I don't think they necessarily have a v- direct involvement with what we do anyway. You know, I think it's kind That's of like well. a, what's that? Well, we have free will. We have free will. Then again, there's some argument that we don't. And that's a whole other topic of discussion. That's um, scary. That is scary. But it's <laughs> it's there's in, in a nutshell, and I want to get somebody on here to talk about that because I don't really know the whole concept. But there's a 30,000-foot a, a, a view of that is basically if you have somebody who grew up in this environment, who had these kind of parents, who had this type of thing, most likely they're going to m- marry somebody who has these features and they go to school and to do this kind of thing and they're going to go into this and chances are their wife's name or their husband's name is going to be John, Steve, or Bill or that kind of thing and it's just like and they did like a uh, a test or, or a survey of like 10,000 20,000 people who ha- and and it was it was coming up at least a high enough percentages to make you go hmm so that's scary What? Yeah, yeah, uh, my I- friend was telling me about it and I'm like okay, I need to look into this more
0: that's a psychological treat right there for somebody with a, a piece of toilet paper with her bachelor's degree on it <laughs> in psychology. <laughs> I hear you. That's not uh, what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I believe me. I I have completely. I, I that's one thing is I'm not I'm not going to force my kid to go to college if he wants to. Cool. But my recent guest was talking about how you know there's there's student loans and all that kind of stuff is almost it, it's almost criminal now. You know how much they charge. It, ugh.
0: Yeah, looking at the tuition was, was pretty frightening. But he's luckily, he's very smart. He got the best of his dad and me in nice. that regard. Uh, lots of AP credits. Uh, we're, we're hoping for some scholarships and grants. So, yeah, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely. It's not going to be hideous. <laughs>
1: uh, well, shit, I've talked to some people who they're sending their kids to community college, and it's costing upwards of $8,000 a semester. And it's like
0: what? Uh, I don't know how much Harper is, but it's it's still a better option.
1: Harper, so. that's a word I've never I haven't heard in forever. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah,
0: it's actually gotten it's actually getting quite a good reputation as one of the best um, uh, community, community colleges because it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I it wouldn't surprise me that. In fact, my mom got her uh, uh, nursing degree from there, and my uh, okay, yeah, yeah, most of my family went there. Uh, before you know, going on to four year uh, school, we had one up in Saginaw called Delta Community College, which actually wasn't a bad school, okay. and it's it's getting it's starting to get some uh, uh, some you know props in that. Uh, but some community colleges are, I mean, shit. Why go away to a four year university when you can get your basic core credits and everything at you know mm-hmm. at that level? It's it's it almost doesn't matter at that point. But uh, yeah, and, and Especially
0: f- if you don't know what you want to do, like parents that are sending their kids away who really have no idea. Of- by the way, my cat just stopped by, so she'll probably annoy us for the next that's, half hour. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I thought for sure she was gonna stay asleep the whole time, but but no.
1: Well, if she wants it's if she has anything me, no. to do. Well, speaking of cats, um yeah. if I could talk with her for a moment, uh, since they do have nine lives, I want to see what she thinks about, you know, the first eight of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's just gonna look at me and, and make um make funny faces
1: there you go walk yeah. over
0: my phone and she she might hang up on you by mistake i'll try to move the phone out of her way so she doesn't hang up on hey
1: me. if she fa- hey, if she hangs up that'll be funny we'll just we'll just call you back okay. so but
0: uh <laughs>
1: it's it's like a it's Interestingly, an interactive
0: um what i this is really kind of bizarre it's sort of to get back to um the whole parent thing my mom just i went to visit my parents yesterday and my dad's like he's not doing well but it's and he was, he's always saying, oh, I can't hear, and I have to keep my eyes closed, I'm so tired. I said, Dad, it's okay, you know, you're fine. And my mom looked at me, she said, um, you know, is this hard for you? And I said, well, you know, I said, I'm more sad for him, because his quality of life is just, it's like zero. Yeah. And she said, well, it, its it's hard when you lose your dad. And I was like, well, I feel like I've already lost him, so I'm just sort of waiting. I mean, it sounds like so just... Alice? like there's no real emotion behind it but i've I've watched them both decline so slowly in the past five years that it's kind of like I, I don't want him to to live like this anymore you know
1: yeah no i i get it it's it's if they are it, it, if one of my recent guests we had that conversation um of it comes a point of quality of life you know yeah it's, and yeah if, if his quality of life is is not what it should be it really makes you wonder i mean if he's hanging on for you you know maybe uh maybe tell him hey you know do do this do this for you do it for yourself you know don't don't worry about uh don't worry about me don't worry about the your brothers and that because that's uh you know that might be why he's hanging on how old is he he's
0: 87 oh wow i mean yeah and i look and my mom's gonna be 82 next week and i just and she's doing better physically they've got you know there's not enough time to go through all their medical stuff, but it's just, it's been like this slow decline for a year so. Yeah. And like, I struggle with that dichotomy. Like why are my parents kind of hanging on? And then some people die like really young. Like, what is that about? I oh, just, yeah. that's always, especially watching my parents age. That's something that I struggle with too. Like my son's lost two classmates in the past year.
1: Holy shit. Um, one,
0: one this past week. Wow. And one back in October who he was actually really close with. So that was, that was rough on him. That was really – I went to the funeral of, Ugh. you know, this 15-year-old. Oh, he my God. Awful. So was yeah. awful. And Sean was just a mess. So, I mean, <sighs> it's it just I, – I can't wrap my brain around, like, why this happens to younger people. And then my dad's 87 and just, like, hanging out.
1: Just hanging on, yeah. Well, you know, I talked with uh, – I talked with somebody – that brought up a very interesting, uh, I'm trying to think who it was. Oh, uh, my sister, she works in the medical industry. She came to visit recently and we were having a conversation and mm-hmm. she says, there's this almost this point. Cause my mom is hanging on. She's about the same age as your mom and, uh, mm-hmm. she's hanging on. She's got dementia. She's, you know, she's, she, that's, again, I'm not even going to get into all this stuff, but there have been several times where we thought she was coming close. There were times where she was knocking, oh, yeah. she was banging on heaven's door, you know? And yep. Uh, yep. And my sister said there's almost like a phenomenon where when people get past a certain point, in other words, if you can make mm-hmm. it past, uh, not in terms of age, but in terms of how your body is reacting to things, where you either go, you either check out, or then you linger, and if there was something that, you know, maybe there was something your dad had that brought him close and he made it past it and now he's just lingering.
0: I mean, he's he's kind of a medical marvel at this point. When I was pregnant with my son, uh, granted this was, you know, in, in 2001, he had six bypasses. Mm. Um, the doctor's wow. like, how are you even, like, breathing right now? And then a couple years later, his carotids were both, like, 98% blocked or something crazy like that. And yeah. he's had ongoing issues, but like ever since he had those problems corrected, he, for his age, he physically really has not been that bad. His his long term, his short term memory is kind of, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But at 87, like that's to be expected. So I, I don't even know when he would have hit that point because he, since my son was little, he really has not had a lot of issues, like, like serious issues where he's been, Hospitalized or had like a significant event. So I, I that's a really interesting theory. I just I don't know that it applies to my dad because he just hasn't had anything for 18 years.
1: Well, but it could be that. I mean, think about it. If if he's 87, he was almost 70. He could have. Mm. It, it could have been his you know checkout time, and he he passed. You know, he was all like, "Nah, I'm gonna hang around for a little while." My 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 mom what was close to having open heart surgery and, and they were ready to go. And you know, I mean, I was signing, you know, I was signing, uh, uh, whatever the release forms, et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. And they were taking, to do, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. And, and the other, uh, yeah. like power of attorney, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, um, basically she was, it was at a point where she was just, you know, back surgeries and those kind of surgeries. And she was about to go on for open heart surgery. And, uh, Uh, The doctor was like, let me look at those x-rays again and found out she just needed a stent, you know, but uh, uh, which is also kind of makes me a little bit leery about medical, medical professionals sometimes. (laughs) But, uh, you know, hey, um, but, you know, it's one of those things where she had all the she's gone under anesthesia because that's the thing is. It's usually the anesthesia that is the thing to worry about. You know, a lot of people don't think about that is when you get to a certain point, when you're under anesthesia, I mean, you, they could be doing a colonoscopy and you could die, you know. and Right,
0: uh, right. There's always a risk.
1: There's always a risk. And she's gone under so many times for even little things like that. And it's like, geez, you know, it's almost like her body's like, nah, you know what, I don't want to die at this point, you know? So it's very possible with, with, with your dad that at that point that might have been his time and he's just been lingering. But it doesn't sound like his health was in that much of a decline, at least for the decade after that, you know, maybe the last few years. but
0: It wasn't, yeah. The, yeah. I see pictures of him from like five, six years ago. And I'm like, wow, he's like a different person. So, yeah. um yeah Yeah, it's it's, a very very slow like slow steady decline my mom has been like up and down up and down up and down but yeah i I can relate to your point about knocking on heaven's door and you're like okay this might be it and then they rebound
1: and then they rebound yeah yeah that's it just (laughs) it's it's, a roller coaster (laughs) oh i i'm sure you've probably been through that you know a ton of times now especially with having both of them still alive and that are they able to live together in that
0: they are living in a senior community, so they have independent, assisted, uh, and skilled. So there's a level of care between... They're in independent now, but my dad really isn't appropriate for that anymore, so we're waiting for a room to open up. Um, it's a level in between assisted and skilled. Okay. Um, there's okay. just a waiting list. Okay. But so I don't want to tell him because he won't remember. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want ta- to talk about it until he's actually able to, to move, so...
1: That's... But uh... yeah, I
0: just... That's crazy. It's weird. It's almost like I'm watching it happen to somebody else or it's not my parents, but maybe that's just the way that I deal with it because I don't know. It's inevitable. It's going to, like you say, it's it's inevitable. We're all going to, we're all going to end up there.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, that's the one, the one thing every single living human being on the planet has in common. We're all going to die. You know, and it's, when you and think my parents
0: about are it. super Catholic, so they're, they're <laughs> going to heaven. According, to the I hope they do. Uh,
1: yeah, that's... <laughs> so uh, they will. <laughs> I, I bet they will. I bet they will. You know, and, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if when, when you know, your dad goes, your mom isn't far behind.
0: Um, you know, I used to work in elder care. And interestingly, in this generation, when the wife goes first, the husband's uh, life expectancy is about six months. When okay. the husband goes first, the women just live forever. Yeah, they're like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom would be okay. Actually, She'd be sad, but I think she of would course. be okay on her own. Yeah. Uh, my clients, when I used to work at Catholic Charities, they, I would have old men who just they, they couldn't even function on their own.
1: Oh, <clears throat> oh wow, I'm just going to cough all over this thing. I have the worst congestion due to medications that I'm on because I'm, I'm kind of a mess myself, but, uh, I, I will be honest Aww. with you. Yeah. It's, it's my own fault. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, with, um, with my wife, you know, we always joke. It's like, uh, hopefully I go first, you know, before you, you know, that being me yeah. going first, because I don't know how I'd function. You know, she keeps me sane. She keeps me level headed. She keeps me, you know, she's, she's, I'm like her second kid, you know, she, uh,
0: I, I mean, not to the point where I can't
1: function on my <laughs> right. own, but you know what I mean. It's it's just, uh, we joke about it, but there's some truth to it because, yeah, I, I it would be a case of having to stick around for my son, you know? But uh, yeah. I yeah. do know when we're old, if we both make it to that age, which I, my odds are probably 50-50, but uh, if we do mo- both oh. make it to that age, if she goes before me, I guarantee I'll be going shortly after
0: so, Aww. well,
1: you know, I mean, that's, that's what it should be. I should be with someone who that, that's, you know, that will cause me to die after she does, you know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like
0: you found the right one. Tim.
1: I found the right one. She's taking me with her, whether I like it or not, you know, but uh, <laughs> no, but I, uh, that honestly though, that makes sense. At least from my experience with, you know, my relationship and everything, I, I can see that. I can see where you know the 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 guy goes more often after after the you know the woman goes or it you know it it makes sense it makes sense so but uh, well, I think
0: in that gener our parents' generation too because the men were I think more silently dependent on the wives than oh, they would yeah. have outwardly admitted
1: totally um yeah. and you know
0: nobody talks about you know my dad doesn't he was in the Korean War and I'm sure he's dealt with all this kind of repressed um uh, ptsd and all that oh, stuff yeah. and that, but they don't talk to therapists so they just they keep it all in and they, they, they just can't function when their wife dies but yeah yeah i think in our generation it's a little different because we just we're just different we're we're we have more access and more it's okay to go talk to a person if totally. you totally have issues you know what i mean yeah that's but, but i think i think my dad suffered a lot in his life and i hope he does have And that's kind of another reason why I do believe that there is a a positive afterlife, because I don't want to think that somebody who suffered in certain ways, they just wink out and that's it. No,
1: no, that's I can't I and, and you know, I sit there and I go, okay, am I just kidding myself and and saying there's got to be something after just to make myself feel better? It's like, no, I don't fear dying. You know, it's not to make myself feel mm-hmm. better of, oh, there's something else so that when I do go, I can feel better about it. I mean, don't, don't get where me wrong.
0: am I going? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I've had times where I've woke up, you know, I've got sleep apnea. It's just one of my laundry list of things wrong with me. And there have been times where all of a sudden I'll wake up and I'm not breathing and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm checking out. I'm uh-huh. checking out. And then all of a sudden I catch my breath. And... uh Oh but, wow, that's scary. Eh, it's it's interesting. It definitely makes for an interesting night's sleep. Um,
0: but I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but uh, you know, it happens about once a year or so. That or I'll have a seizure or something. You know, just whatever. It's just it's it makes life interesting. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that when it's happening, you know, fight or flight makes me go ah oh, like that. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't fear dying. You know. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that it wouldn't make sense for me to go no something happens after this something happens because if I don't fear it then why do I have to make up those excuses to me I think something happens because logically something has to happen it's like it would be like making a it would be like a bakery baking a whole bunch of cakes and a whole bunch of you know pastries and all that kind of stuff for no reason you know it's like we've got all mm-hmm. these ingredients and all these different people and all this different stuff going on and all these different things. And now I'm not saying that it's that there's you know divine intervention is dictating everything, except you know there is of course that possibility of there is no free will, but but not from the creator's yeah. standpoint. Just from you know from a uh, uh, situational standpoints is what they're really getting at is what the uh, impression is that I have. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is is that there's too much complexity to it for it to be random, you know, and there are theories that, well, yeah. we're just extremely rare. Okay, well, fine. But it's the, it's, it's the concept of why would all of this effort be put into something for it to just not mean anything?
0: For and nothing. For nothing,
1: yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's, you hear, like, all the stories, like, your friend who, you know, um, died and came back and or you hear stories about people who um, they have vivid dreams, or even if they're awake, they see like visions of people who have passed before them and they come back to visit. And like, they're not insane. Like they, my mom, you know, my mom wrote a book on eight books on angels and oh, cool. like all oh, these people had all these experiences. And it's like, it can't just be a coincidence. Like all these people aren't hallucinating. They're not all crazy. So I just, yeah, I mean, I've, I, it can't be random. I yeah. just don't see how it can be random.
1: I don't, I don't either. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't necessarily think that it's, you know, and I've said this time and time again, I don't necessarily think that it's, you know, an old man sitting on a cloud somewhere like you see in The Simpsons or anything right. like that. But I do think that there's, you know, something. Again, like I said, if it could be experimenters, it could be programmers, we could be in a simulation, it could be any number of things. But even if that were true, it still would mean that something else happens. You know, there 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 would be something else that happens. Um, you know, we get rebooted. Uh, if it was a simulation and therefore it becomes, you know, a reincarnation or, or um, you
0: know. Oh, I hope not. Oh, <laughs> uh, me personally,
1: I would love to. I Honestly, I, I personally think and I know Catholicism really frowned upon the whole concept of reincarnation, but I think I've been around a few times. Very much. Yeah, because that's.
0: I don't know that I'd want to. Do, I don't think that I'd want to do it again. Like, I mean, not that l- my life has been terrible or anything, but it's just. I don't know. I just don't think that I'd want
1: to. Well, you wouldn't know. Do
0: it all over again.
1: You wouldn't know that you did it again. This is true. You know? it might be
0: brand new. This might be my first go around. It could be so... your first time.
1: You know, that's and that's that has to happen, you know. <laughs> Unless there's a finite number of souls and, and we're all just keep coming back for the experiment, you know, going for the ride.
0: So you, you do not think that you're a reincarnation virgin. You think you've done this before?
1: I think I've done this before. I think I've done uh, <laughs> okay. you know, uh, uh, I've had I've had weird stuff happen. Where I'll give you an example. I had uh, I I brought this up recently. Where and I'll keep it short. I had a dream. This was about 15 years ago or so. And I'm awful with history. And I and there's a point to that. that I had a dream where I was in a Chinese bathhouse, and I was there with my father. So I was like a kid. I was like you know 10, 12 years old. And all of a sudden, these barrels of like gas started rolling through the windows, and I'm looking out, and there were Asian soldiers attacking this bathhouse, and I didn't know that Japan was just as bad to the Chinese as the Germans were to the Jews, if not worse, during World War II.
0: Oh, you talked about this in one of your other podcasts. Yeah,
1: right? yes, yes. I've talked it about it a few times.
0: familiar. Yeah, yeah. And okay. that's
1: and I'm, I repeat myself a lot because again, I no, don't have my memory sucks. Okay. But uh, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's it's you know there's a point to the conversation is is when I sit there and I think about things like that and it's like that doesn't that's not concrete proof that I've been reincarnated, of course. But where would that have come from? And I'm saying it as a possibility. It's because maybe at one time I lived in China during World War II. You know. Um, I've talked to other people who wow. they've had past life readings and they've been told they were such and such and, you know, and, and again, it could be real, it could be fake, but we don't know. There's no way we to don't completely know, yeah. know. And that's what I love about this topic is, yeah, you know, it's not science in the sense that, you know, with science you have yes or no answers, typically, at least math you do, you know? Sometimes, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes. Um, but with death, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's so many... Different schools of thought, different theories, different beliefs, and all that, and you know things that happen all the time that completely negate what you think is the truth you know so
0: like, yeah like for every for every you know te- for every uh sur- net survey um study they do there's always one to refute it so
1: yes exactly same kind of idea yeah you know and and it's it's who knows how long you know how long the uh, uh brain lives on for afterwards and you know and there are people who say well when you see heaven and you see all that it's because your brain is shutting down and it's having electrical misfires and you're seeing dead relatives and it's just your brain sitting there and throwing back memories and blah 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 blah." and sure that could be fine but then why do so many people see that and so many people see other things and so many people see nothing and so many people Mm -hmm. you know it's not the same for everybody and it's an
0: individual experience
1: definitely so, you know, so what do you
0: make of those people that have written those books about like they went to heaven? There's not like there, there's at least one book out now, I can't remember what it's called. Um but this person like in their, you know, in their experience, they went to heaven and they came back. Do you know what I'm talking
1: about? Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh there's been a couple. I've in fact I've seen YouTube videos with even little yeah. kids who were like I went to hell for 15 minutes or something. It's like, whoa. Okay, what kind of shit are you Ooh, doing? I didn't see. that. I don't think I want
0: to see that. But. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but uh I, honestly, I think that is a possibility because the way that, you know, my uh previous guest Ron described it is when you are there's a thing that I researched uh uh relating to what he talked about called the void is what I had heard it referred to as. And Okay. That's the point. It's, Catholics would know of it as purgatory, is essentially where it sounds like he went. You know, where you go there yeah. and you just kind of contemplate your life. And and he said it was very dark and scary and angry and everything because he wanted to come back. And there are people who were stuck there who didn't know why they were there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, you can move past that, and you can you know there. What I was researching is there are certain. You know I'm not researching in the sense like like this is scientific proven stuff, but the theory is is that there are you know people who have said from description that there are little white light type beings that are guides, and they'll bring you over and you follow them and you go through and you cross into the white light and you see all your relatives, et cetera et cetera
0: like well, Poltergeist.
1: Ka- yeah ka- yeah <laughs> exactly you know
0: <laughs> I had that vision of Poltergeist. it's like the little like stick people like letting you know crossing over, <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, yeah, and uh so it's 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 like uh. You know, you go there and maybe some people made it a couple steps further than Ron did. And it was like, no, it's not your time. It's not your time. Go back. You got unfinished business. Go back. And so I sit there and go, okay, that's possibly what happened. You know, they died. They, they acceptingly went to quote unquote heaven afterlife. And Mm -hmm. they were basically told to come back. In fact, um. My wife, I'm gonna get her on here at some point. She she said that uh she's really literally deathly allergic to horses. And uh she oh, was wow. uh, they had to resuscitate her with paddles um one time and because you know she just was not breathing and she's she felt like a hand push her back. She said it was crazy. Wow. She was just yeah, you know, it's it's so it's like things I think just as much as there is that that attraction. You know, bringing us up, there's an attraction that could take us back. And, you know, everybody has their time. And I'm not saying that, you know, everything happens for a reason. I think there's some truth to that. But I think there's also some randomization that happens, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I do think that there are things called checkout points where you have an opportunity. How many times have you come close? You said just today you almost got killed kind of thing. For all you know, that's reality. You could have almost gotten killed. We probably experienced that hundreds or thousands of times in the sense that if you had daily, daily, yeah. yeah, If you hadn't dropped your pen and you picked it up and, or you kept walking and took one step too soon and that person, you know, could have hit you, you know, when when you almost got hit when walking off the curb, you know, things of that nature. And I think that there are these checkout points that, you know, we all experience and sometimes they go a little bit further. You know, Ron made it to the void, Other people have made it past, you know. It's just, I I just, I I get so freaking fascinated by it though, because it's it's all speculation. It's it's the science. Yeah. So are those
0: are those random things where, like, you if you had stepped off the curb one second later, is that a randomness or is that part of the quote? plans.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's And there are, you know, you could then tie that into the whole concept of my previous guest, who you're going back and reliving stuff, and for all, yes, yes, that is true. Um, sorry, I was just answering her. Um, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> If you speak cats, that would be great, because I'd love to know why she meows incessantly. I'm going to no say,
1: wh- well, when I took a course in catology, um, they uh, <laughs> they taught us that there are food, pet me, and no, that's really the only the words that they know. So,
0: okay, yeah. she does not like to be held. So, I if I pet her, it's <clears throat> only on her terms.
1: Well, yeah. So, she for all we know, she wants you to pet her right now. Do, do me, do me this favor. Give her a pet. I think she said pet me.
0: She is. She's she's letting me pet her right now.
1: See, that's. But I uh, can't
0: hold her. I just, she'll smuggle up on me when she feels like it. But otherwise, it's just. Meow, meow,
1: meow. Yeah, well, I think she, if I remember correctly, it's been a few years, but uh, I believe she said pet me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and in fact, I put more value in that than my art degree. You know, my my, uh, my certificate in catology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Life experience is so much more valuable than our piece of paper. Right?
1: Yes, it is. And that's, that's the thing is I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, to getting back to what we talked about before, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, force my son to go to college. If he wants to, great, I'll support him. But if he wants to do... You know, I, he's got to do something. You know, I don't want him to just sit home and play video games, but yeah, his dream is to yeah, make video games. Yeah, but it's
0: games. not right for everybody.
1: No, it's not. It's not. I, If I could go back, I would change it because I, I'm i working jobs that I know people who all they have is a high school degree. And they're doing the same job as me, you know, in IT, doing mm-hmm. customer service and all that mess. So, but, uh, yeah, that's a whole other topic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, college and, and all that, we can spend another hour on that.
1: Yeah, jeez. That's a whole just crazy thing. Which which actually brings me back to the topic of what you're talking about, you know, that uh programs and coursework that uh you you help with people who have developmental issues, um getting them practical skills and getting them just incorporated with society. I think that's freaking awesome. I love hearing about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's a cool organization. Um, you know, I'm not on the front lines. I'm not the I'm not doing like the direct work with the members um we call them members because it's their it's their place you know oh, yeah yeah um but uh but yeah it's, it's it's unique i don't know anything else like it in the area or even outside of the area so yeah pretty I've, cool
1: i've i've not heard of any programs like that uh you know and, and, and i think i think humanity in general is starting to wake up to some degree at least of how Nobody's more important than anybody else, you know. Now, granted, the mm-hmm. vast majority of people do think that there is a hey, an us and them kind of thing, but there are people who are mm-hmm. starting to wake up going, you know what? We're all the same stuff. And somebody who has some developmental issue has just as much right to live a fulfilling fulfilling life as anybody else. You know, and everybody has yeah, something like to people- offer.
0: Like the people you were just talking about that you didn't want, quote, you know, those people working at that pizza place. It's like, really? Like, I just don't understand that mentality.
1: Yeah, that's, but that's, it's closed-mindedness. You know, it comes down to just people being closed-minded of things that they don't understand. And unfortunately, and, but I
0: agree with you that people are coming out of that. There, it's 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 shifting. It's definitely shifting.
1: It's shifting, yeah. And and unfortunately, it's also shifting in a large percentage in the opposite direction too from other people, you know. But it's 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 kind of like enough for waking up, but enough for getting closed minded So maybe it's just going to tip the scales in the one, you know, hopefully not in the other direction, you know. But uh,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I I think uh, I think humanity in general is starting to realize that we are. We are all valuable for something, you know. Uh, maybe your skill is you are only good at making a damn good Bloody Mary. Well, fine. There's going to be office parties. <laughs> you
0: know. Right. I, mean, I love a good Bloody Mary. I do, too. That's my
1: favorite. But uh, there's a bar here that has a Bloody Mary – like it's, it's a restaurant that has a Bloody Mary bar where you can go up and put all your uh, stuff in it like the the pickles the olives or whatever you want you know and uh hamburger ha- Yeah really? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> please tell me that's sh- that's a thing. I've never had a bloody mary with hamburger.
0: Well, have you seen they have like ridiculous pictures online of over the top bloody marys and there's it, it's like there's a meal on a stick on top of the glass <laughs> of bloody mary. <laughs> oh, you should look. If you like bloody marys? Oh, I love bloody marys. <laughs> It's hilarious. I'm going to have to check that out. I'll, I'll Facebook you a crazy picture of a Bloody Mary.
1: Oh, please do. Please do. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Get all your daily vitamins, nutrients, and calories in one Bloody Mary. Yeah. It's a
1: meal. <laughs> You're eating. This isn't drinking. It is it's eating.
0: <laughs> and since we're both Irish, we can appreciate the, um, the importance of, of drinking. Oh, of
1: course. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: I just had a glass of wine while we were
1: talking. So. Excellent. Yeah. I, uh, oddly enough, I'm not a heavy drinker because it something doesn't agree with my stomach. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will, I'll pound a few down once in a while. But what's weird oh, is I didn't I...
0: say I was a heavy drinker. <laughs> well, you're Irish.
1: Oh, I just assumed you said you were Irish. So are so you? I, well, I know, but that's why I had to quantify that and say I'm not a heavy oh, drinker. Okay. So. <laughs> oh,
0: got it. Okay.
1: No, but I, wink, uh, wink. yeah, it. really? Yeah. <laughs> no, my thing is meth, but, um, I, uh, <laughs> actually I'm kidding. I would, I would be in much better shape if that were the case. Um,
0: Hey, you know what? I don't judge. So
1: <laughs> No, I, uh, I? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, 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 but yeah, it's definitely, it's one of those things that, uh, I do socially, you know, that's it. I, I'll have a drink with Chris, yeah. you know, once in a while that that's the guy whose house, uh, that the studio's built in. Um, and, okay. uh, yeah, you know, we'll have, we'll have a drink once in a while and it's more social. So, but I've definitely know some people who can, you know, put some away and have a problem. So that's a whole, again, a whole nother topic, but, uh,
0: whole other topic.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about, dr- well, let's laugh about drinking.
1: <laughs> let's laugh about drinking. Let's al No, let's laugh about alcoholism. There we go. But <laughs> uh. that's a, yeah, oh boy, I know, yeah, that's, that's, that is not a laughing matter, you know. You can laugh that's about death duty, because, what's that?
0: That's heavy duty, but you, you can laugh about it to a point. That it oh, becomes, yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's, that's something i that, Oh, uh,
0: you know what I wanted to ask you, since you're from this area? Have you ever heard of, um, or familiar with the whole Cuba Road thing?
1: Absolutely. In fact, I was telling, okay. uh, I was telling Steve, the guy who, uh. Uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar that I did uh, I've i was involved in these movies on Amazon called Haunted Saginaw.
0: I heard you talk about it um, in one of your podcasts, but I was not aware of it before then.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh it's um, it's he uh, he, he's basically in, in process of uh, of getting a series going and um, like a film series or TV series rather. And I was telling him, I was like, you need to check out Cuba Road. Cause, uh, yeah, Cuba Road is some messed up stuff down there. We've got a, a road it is in very
0: notorious.
1: Oh yeah, there, there. We did in a White movie. White Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. That's well. My brother Pat, yeah. the one that died last year, I remember him telling me stories oh, from yeah. when he was a kid, where they went out to the cemetery and uh, there were like guys in red robes coming out after them, and it's like, what the fuck. <laughs> You
0: know, he was, was, like, it, was that in in White Cemetery in Barrington? Because that is like the notorious, allegedly haunted cemetery that's, in the area.
1: Yeah, he said it was the one. It was the cemetery on Cuba Road. Um, I'm not real familiar yeah, with it because I moved. Yeah, it's got to be that one, though. But, you know, that's where kids yeah. would go out and party or at least drive down and, and have, you know. we every, I think every town has something like that you know uh, uh mm-hmm. one of our movies was uh, uh Dice Road and we mentioned the Dice Road cemetery which is one of the places where uh uh people will go to um go and party you know and i think it's kind of disrespectful mm-hmm. but in the same sense it's it's I, there's almost that thrill of the unknown of you know when kids go and you know into places that are you know reportedly haunted um, I know that was our thrill when we'd go and investigate these places. We we didn't go into the cemetery though out of respect for, you know, the people that are that are there. Um but uh, uh but we did ask, you know, but we were we were told no. <laughs> um, but again, we were like, you know what? No, we don't want to do that. And uh um but um yeah, it's it's one of those things that hauntings are are a, a good proof that something happens after this. And even if it's not you know, what everybody thinks it is, there's something on another plane of existence, which another plane of existence would argue yeah. that there's something beyond our reality.
0: Yeah, and I, I've seen, like, some of the YouTube videos on, on Cuba Road. And I, I never experienced anything. I think we drove up and down her a few times. But, you know, are these experiences on YouTube, are they real? You know, the camera always turns one second after they hear the voice or after <laughs> they see the, the flashing light. So it's, oh, I don't know. Yeah, But yeah. again, yeah, it's, it, there's so many places like that, I
1: just don't think it's all fake. I don't think, no, no, it can't be, it can't be. I mean, yeah, some of it, you know, you got to wonder the source and, and some of it can be explained by other things, you know, but shit, my wife, um, when she moved into her house, she had some crazy activity going on and there was no way we could explain it. You know, pictures moving from one side of the wall to the other and her furniture moving. Oh yeah. It was nuts. It was nuts. Um,
0: that would scare the crap out of me. I would admit that right
1: Wow, it was you know and 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 we've speculated for you know years on what it could be, and it's like, okay, was there a ghost um there there was it would play music on her on her c d player it would start up this one song uh I think it was like a Grateful oh Dead God. tune or something. I don't remember which one it was. She had, and I'm not saying that just out of as as a pun, but uh <laughs> but seriously, it was a Grateful Dead it was something like the Something of My Life or whatever. I don't I'm not a big Dead fan, so I don't really know the songs, but uh, uh my wife's kind of a hippie, so she she has she's into Dead but and Fish and all that owned stuff that CD.
0: It wasn't yeah. like it, the- Oh, okay, good. Yeah, she yeah, no no no. It wasn't just
1: it. mysteriously playing out of the <laughs> out of the ether. It was uh it was on her okay. C D player, you know, the old when people had five disc changers and stuff. And uh oh, yeah. and it would pick that song and it would start playing it, you know. Um, which is creepy wow. as shit. So yeah, I there's yeah. too much how do, how do you explain that? You know, there's gotta be something beyond this, you know, whether it's good or bad or or indifferent or you know, it's it's uh yeah. I, I we're and all not the different
0: levels—the the, the quote purgatory, the you know the eternal negative area, the eternal positive area—and I'd still like to think that there's not a hell, that everyone is is kind of redeemable in their own way. If we all have our own—I hate the term spiritual journey because it's just been bastardized—but yeah, it definitely. kind of explains it. But I know what it you're talking does, about. It, there's really no other way to say it. Like if, if God exists, which I think He does, I'd like to believe that if someone does have true remorse, then they shouldn't. You know, but who who can really decide whether that person has remorse? Would It, be, it would have to be this higher power.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be something that's, you know, at least the jury on the subject. You know, but then yeah. again, that would be if you believe that you're going, that you have a final destination of heaven or hell. You know, some people believe that right. we all go back to source energy. I kind of believe that too, you know, where... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've brought this up several times in the past, but uh, you know, I've had uh, when my friend James died, he he was kind of on the fence with the whole subject. And Mm -hmm. the the day he died, I was at a concert, and I'll keep this brief because I've brought this up several times. But the day he died, I uh, I had a concert I was going to, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go because I need to get my mind off things. And right in the middle of uh, of one of the songs, I get this almost like feeling that he was like, holy shit, there's something else and we're all here. Like, everybody's here. Good and bad. We're just, everybody's here. Mm -hmm. You know? Which would make sense because Mm -hmm. if this is a testing ground, you know, if people come here and fail, why kick them out? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's just, uh, I do
0: remember that story and that's, it's almost comforting in a way. Yeah,
1: it really brought me comfort. I was just like, holy shit. And I was just grinning ear to ear because he is not uh. the person that would talk about this kind of stuff. But he, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was just like, and yeah, could could it have been my brain telling me this stuff to to make myself feel better? Yeah, but the last thing I would have had is 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 my friend James go, yeah, it's pretty wild. We're all here. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You know, I would have been just like... I, I wouldn't have thought about it or I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been James. It would have been somebody else, you know, who knows, you know, but, yeah. but the fact that it and, was him made me go, Hmm.
0: And you, you really know, like I've learned to trust my gut a lot over the years. And I think as we get older, that's something that we were more in tune with.
1: Yes. Yes. Is that
0: in that in, inner intuition. So if you really felt pulled in that direction, like I a hundred percent believe that that's what it was.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I've, I've, uh, <laughs> Half my podcast is me going on a previous episode. I talked about, um, but <laughs> I, I I've talked with this uh, to, with people about this before. Where, um, and I think I brought this up is is I one of my coworkers talked about how he was making a fire uh, one time when he was on a, a little weekend vacation with his fiance, and he was just sitting there making a fire. And all of a sudden, it felt like his uncle who taught him how to make fires was with him. I was like, "There's a good chance he was not necessarily, wow. you know, sitting next to you." But, if you think about it it 's almost like it 's almost like radio frequencies We are where our body can get used to certain things, or how many times have you been in a crowded place and you hear just little fragments of a song and you go holy shit they 're playing herbie Hancock rocket in here that 's awesome and it 's like how the hell do you hear it it 's like I know enough of the song that I, my brain is putting it together well who 's to say that you 're body can't do the same thing when all of a sudden you get frequencies from that person being sent through the cosmos or whatever or they're there standing with you and your body right. instinctually can go, holy shit, that feels like James or holy shit, that feels like my dad or grandpa or whoever, you know? Right. So, and a lot of
0: people think that we're just we're just another, we're just kind of like energy, so we're yes. picking up other energy as it's around us. Totally.
1: Shit, how many times have you walked into a place going, I gotta get the fuck out of here because it felt bad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So like St. James. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, besides the besides the 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 uh, uh actual events that happen, but like you know, you walk into a right, grocery right. store and you're like, oh, this is just creeping me out. I gotta leave, you know? Or you walk into a bar and you're like, uh-uh. You know, it's like nothing happened. You yeah. just walk in and you could feel the ugh level in you the get air. A feeling, yeah. yeah. You know? So Yeah. I I I personally love the fact that we don't really know shit. I love the fact that I can say everything is trivial because there's something way bigger than all this stuff, you know. And I'm not saying don't feed your kid because hey, it's trivial, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm right. saying don't worry about shit, you know. But yeah, uh, was,
0: what's the book called? Um, don't sweat the small stuff.
1: Don't, yes, exactly, exactly. Because that's which, exactly which
0: also it. is comes with age too. Because I, I think there's, I think of times, you know, 20 years ago, if I had a a run in with somebody during the day that just, it would just haunt me all night. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then now it's like, I, I, whatever, you know, I'm going to go home and and have a good night.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: As you get older, you just realize what's important and what, what can be uh, forgotten about.
1: Yes. And it's, yeah. uh, And I still struggle with that. I think everybody does, you know, but it's, it's one of those things that you do definitely learn to let go a little bit more every year. You know, where you just sit there going, I used to worry about this shit, you know? Uh, Well, hell, how many times does that happen in your personal life where you're going through something and it's like it's the most horrific thing at the time, but 10 years later, in retrospect, you sit there and go, I can't believe I worried about that, you know?
0: Yeah, well, at the time, you know, it was was a big deal, but yeah, as long as you... if you're healthy, you can move past it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Depending
0: it's, on what it is. <laughs> totally,
1: totally. But it's one of those things, I guess the reason why I bring that up is that the older you get, the more you start recognizing the patterns of, yeah, this is trivial. You know, it's not a And it's I think that also deal.
0: feeds into, interestingly, I think that does feed into, you know, the afterlife. like Totally. Yeah. Is it unfinished? Like, do I am I still going to worry about this where I have to think about it in the next... Phase of whatever happens, or can I just let it go? And
1: yeah, just... if, if
0: there is if there is such a thing as re- a do over, which I hope there isn't, but <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you'll go to St James. You know, <laughs> uh, that that would be hell or purgatory. It would it would definitely not be heaven. There's no offense to St James. Yeah, people liked it,
1: but yeah, that's I was I was kind of indifferent to it anyway. You know, I had I I didn't really hang out with anybody from St James much. It was mostly I hung out with the kids that were at the you know Macarthur. I lived over by Hersey and that, so I went, I hung out with all those kids usually. You know, in my neighborhood, okay. but um, I. uh uh, it reminds me of, there was an episode of American haunting where people were caught in their own personal hell. And it was this uh, one of the characters, I'm bad with the character names, but she was in like a, a high school having to do a dissection on a frog. And she had this ability. It was like, this, the, there was a season with these witches and she kept having to keep re-dissecting this frog, even though she didn't want to do it. And it was just hell for her. And I picture your hell being just in the culottes <laughs> at St. James on the playground.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Or, but that's that's really interesting that you bring that up because I was thinking about what if what if what if hell or if if there is such a thing is a personal, it's not like you're in a pit with fire, you know it's like your own life experience like the worst thing ever that happened to you and it keeps happening like yeah and that's eternity that is like, your that's eternity
1: scary. that is some scary shit that's yeah scary. yeah and there's not a damn thing you can do about it you know that's so that would be scary I I think that could be if there's a hell it could be that. Not to fire and brimstone. like Yeah. It, yeah. But, no. uh, hopefully, I don't have to worry about that.
0: So. <laughs> that. was a positive thing to
1: Yeah, so we'll end it on, on. that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: I definitely do uh,
1: appreciate you, Colin. Uh, uh, I enjoyed this conversation. Um, definitely uh, gives me some insight into just, you know, what you've been up to for the last 30 years. So, oh,
0: thanks for having me on. It was nah, it was fun, and
1: it absolutely I, I, was. I'm
0: really enjoying the podcast.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and uh, uh, and 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 honestly, I got to say, I I am so glad that you were working for an organization such as that, and uh, you know, just just everything you got going on, I appreciate it. So, I uh, well, thanks. Know, no, definitely. So it was good talking with you.
0: You too. Good yeah. luck with everything, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon.
1: Definitely, definitely. Hit me up on uh, Facebook anytime.
0: <laughs> I will. Thanks,
1: Tim. Hey, thank you. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye, bye. Mm-hmm, bye. Wow, that's a blast from the past. It's cool to hear what she's doing, and uh, yeah, again, that that website that she uh, is involved with uh, that helps with uh, people with developmental issues is centerforenrichedliving.org. org. Definitely check it out. Um, you know, give a donation, or you know, maybe start something of your own that's kind of uh, related to that. It's just one of those things where. We all got to do better. We all have to do something for those who can't. So anyway, uh, on that note, um, until next time, have yourself a good day. Have yourself a good life and uh, watch each other's backs out there.